0: So I don't know all about the financial system, so bear with me. People might call me out on it. But the Federal Reserve is sort of like the central bank to the United States and other banks, other major banks. They establish interest rates that everyone else has to follow. They're the ones who are creating this fiat currency called dollars. And they determine uh, much of how the uh, interest rates and what's the other word I'm looking for? Um, You know, inflation is going to be Mm -hmm. the inflation rate. So they have to, they have to, they tend to, control our economy in such a way that kind of slows things down or speeds things up adjusts based on what's going on which i think is ridiculous because they're also they're not a government agency they might be called the federal reserve but they're not actually owned by the government they have so much power for the they do
1: regular working person yeah
0: they do so anyway it's interesting to see the the amount of money that they're they're controlling and one of the things i want to kind of bring in to the the show was this idea of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. because cryptocurrency is is very independent of what we would consider a standard type of currency so i know you're not super familiar with with like bitcoin but there's i don't know there may be even thousands of different cryptocurrencies right. now they're all electronic currencies some of them follow a certain type of a formula of how they're created there are some cryptocurrencies that actually use existing cryptocurrency networks in order to provide the ability to, to transfer money on their networks so uh, let's just talk real brief about like mm-hmm. bitcoin so bitcoin is basically the first cryptocurrency if you imagine you know cryptocurrency being like a lot of other currencies, like let's just say the dollar, dollar used to be backed by physical gold. gold right. Cryptocurrency, as far as like Bitcoin is concerned, people say that it is like gold.
1: But it's backed by nothing.
0: And, and and here's the reason. So if you think about it in terms of gold, gold is a precious metal. Why is it precious? it's rare it's somewhat rare exactly and the uh the amount of work that it takes to get it can be substantial sure. have you seen those those massive gold uh i don't even they look like massive holes in the ground like a quarry, a quarry right mm-hmm. and they have massive amounts of dirt they're exploding hillsides, and then they're hauling off of that dirt, and they're trying to filter out and find that gold. Cut
1: three ounces out of 40 yeah. ton of dirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just an enormous amount of effort and resources to get that sure. gold. That's one of the reasons why gold is so, well, so expensive, why its value is so high, because it's so difficult to get right. much of it. And especially through the years, it's get, it seems to be getting harder and harder to, to, to get to it, So, that, which is one of the reasons why gold continues to go up in price. With Bitcoin, it's similar. So, those of you who are listening and don't know much about Bitcoin, you definitely go out and do some research on it.
1: I'm going to cut you off before you yeah. go, so people don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. Almost literally the time, I kind of knew a little bit more before, you touched on it on one of our other podca- podcasts, mm-hmm. and I um, might have one too many sips. It's um, <laughs> gin and tonics again. <laughs> and um, But put myself in my, my ignorance mm-hmm. wasn't too far before that where if I had to, if somebody just asked me, I'd be like, I imagine it's this coin that's worth money. I could have almost thought that I get a coin mm-hmm. that what did I think it was a precious gold? No, I felt that, like it was man-made, but I think I even asked you. So I, mean, I think I knew the answer when I asked you, but still, I didn't know hundred percent about stuff. So it's not like gold. I can't go buy it and hold it into my hand. Right. It has to be stored on a, Mm-hmm. It's electronic. it's digital, and mm-hmm. and and because I'm old, I'm like, to I don't see value in it. I see it false because I feel like I have to hold it. Not that what it could achieve, because mm-hmm. I know I get it. It could achieve things. It, it it's capable to buy and purchase and sell and grow. Obviously, so it's weird to it's weird to me. It's it is very weird. I mean, think about currency
0: uh, for like human history. We've always had something that we would trade based on the value. Bartering. It, yeah, bartering right. systems were based on having something that someone else wanted, and you might have had something, or they had Food, something, and linen, you just trade right. one for the other. And eventually, you get to a point where, instead of having, you know, a hundred goats for that cart or whatever, it, you now you've got some some agreed-upon currency. it's, right, it's easy. That that could represent a certain amount of something. And you can use that to trade instead because there's some level of value. You the problem, carry a
1: hundred goats of value in a pocket. Yeah. And, I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. and, and so yeah, now you could, go, you could go pay that instead of saying, and keep your yeah. goat. Exactly, exactly.
0: So the idea of Bitcoin is different because it's not something physical. It's not something that you're going to put in your pocket. It's, uh which is also one of the advantages of it. When credit cards came into our, our financial system, credit cards, people just didn't quite trust it because a credit card, it's yeah, sure, it's a, it's a plastic card sitting in your hand, but it's not like a dollar bill. You don't lose the card when you spend it. It stays in your hand, right. and you don't see the dollar bills leaving it. And going someplace else, right?
1: But for me, the the credit card, I get I get that mm-hmm. completely, and and I understand your your what you're using it for. But for me, the the but I could see that it's backed by those people's money.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so let me talk a little bit about where it came from. Yeah, please, and then and then we'll kind of go into some questions because I know you got you got stuff on your mind here. So cryptocurrency, the the first was really Bitcoin. It was created by a guy named uh, Satoshi Yakamoto, and we don't know if that's an, a real if that was his real name, there's some question of whether this right? person actually was a single person or as a group of programmers. oh but he he created he created this uh, wrote this white paper on this idea of cryptocurrency, this new digital currency. And he did or they did this programming where they created this this digital currency. That works in a network. If you think about the internet, the internet is basically a network of computers. It's one computer connected to another computer, which is connected to another computer. And in some cases, there are central computers that do a lot more than, let's say, our, our phone that's connecting to that network. And the idea with Bitcoin is that you, you have these, what they call miners. So think in terms of gold. You've got people mining for gold. In Bitcoin, these computers They solve uh, complex math problems, you know, calculating, and as a reward, they earn Bitcoin. So as they mine, the mining process is actually computer processes solving problems. So when someone in the original network started with a certain amount of uh, Bitcoin in the system, so you start off with a certain amount, and then based on a transaction going from one place to the next, all these computers on the network vie to solve a problem to process that transaction. And when the first person who solves that problem gets rewarded with a certain amount of Bitcoin and processes that transaction. One of the critical aspects of this, and this is probably where most people get excited who aren't excited about Bitcoin in particular, but excited about the technology, there's this this thing called a blockchain blockchain is basically it's just a log of transactions so in financial speak you know it's just it's just a um you know an account balance and and a record of where money is coming and where it's going the blockchain is concrete it gets stacked and it's public so you might be sort of anonymous in this network but the dollar's the the sorry not dollars the bitcoin that's traveling from one the sender to the receiver is recorded in this blockchain and all of these computers on the network verify that blockchain which makes this very secure in a way that you can't just hack the system and trick people into oh I sent a lot to this person well the rest of the network has to verify that that was a, a legit mm-hmm. transaction records it when bitcoin leaves the sender and and gets to the receiver that bitcoin is gone from that account. If you think about banking, if we say, you know, Dave, I want to I want to send you some money, my bank has to then transfer it to your bank. And instead of me losing it out of my bank, they're sort of a you know, they kind of put a hold, say, okay. okay. And then once the transaction is finalized, then yeah, sure, it's gone out of my account and into yours. Right. In Bitcoin, there's no getting it back. In banking, if I do a stop payment, it's going to stop the payment. If um, there's non-sufficient funds, then there's something that goes. You know, that person is charged for non non-sufficient funds, and you know, you get your money, or in some cases, the bank will get your you know give you that that money for whatever that transaction was, or it gets charged back. In Bitcoin, once it's gone. To that other person, there's no getting it back unless the, uh, the receiver says, okay, and I'll send it back to them. You him. send it back, mm-hmm. right. But in that process, the network has to okay the transaction. Hmm. Now, that is good in a way that you can send money from really far away in an instant. I mean, I mean it's sometimes depending on how long the network takes to verify the um you know, the transaction and logs it into that blockchain. It might take a a few minutes to do, but it's a lot faster than what our banking system does right now. What's, there's several important parts of it, but the scarcity of those Bitcoin is one thing because the programming is set up in such a way that there will only be a certain number of Bitcoin ever created within the network. Hmm. And I think that that number, I did write it down. Is twenty one
1: million Bitcoin? So you, no, so there's only twenty one million Bitcoin out there that can be shared or transacted. In, in
0: in in existence. So it would be think about twenty one million gold coins, mm. never to be created again. And think about that guy many podcasts ago that had lost. I don't know how many Bitcoin it was. That
1: should piss everybody off.
0: Yeah. That's, or that's that Bitcoin actually, that no longer exists within the system. I bet
1: you that it doesn't piss everybody off. I bet you that only pisses him off, because that's his money, but it makes his, everybody else's more valuable, right?
0: Because yeah, it's rare. Because it makes it more rare. Because exactly out right. of all
1: the... Oh. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. You're probably
1: laughing, you schmuck. So <laughs> <But if laughs> I was to want to create my own cryptocurrency. So mm-hmm. will make something up here. Let's say I take 100 grand cash... And I put it in the bank, if you will. So that now there's something back. There's something there. This is the only way I could think of doing it. I mm-hmm. can't do it out of nothing. So let's say I create a, uh, uh, an ability to loan money. And I'm trying to use the goat you know, mm-hmm. idea, kind of, sort of. And, and so people go, well, I want to borrow money from you. And here's this. And I start taking money. I go, well, wait a minute. How about each dollar I have is worth blah, 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 Kramer coin? Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you what. I'll give you 10 Kramer coin for every... Dollar, you know that you you own. Well, then, then because I have money to back that, if you will, then they could take that Kramer Coin. Somebody else deals with Kramer Coin can now say, "I'll take your t-. that's all backed." You know, I'm just trying to say, yeah, how could okay. I create a crypto so you know, there, there's currency? A,
0: there's a couple of things there.
1: One but is they did it out of nothing, though. Well, well, no, 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 no. Of... You you pointed on they did it on calculating. The, the, there's a scarcity that's weird to me
0: there's a scarcity meaning there's only a certain number of bitcoin that will ever exist and there's only a certain amount of bitcoin is released by the system every every transaction for a certain number of years there's i think it's like 20 hmm. so how much is
1: being used right now do you know
0: uh so yeah re- reward per transaction block right now i think they said it's like six Six coins, which by the way, have you looked at the current value of Bitcoin today? $60,000 for a single. I was
1: gonna say, I thought I heard it was over mm-hmm. 50, but my heavens, yeah,
0: no, it's but, it's but quite when ridiculous. we had the last
1: po- podcast, it was what 35 or something,
0: yeah. I think like, when, we, when we talked about it originally, yeah, it was over 30,000. That was weeks and that was a new ago. record, mm-hmm. and it's doubled again. I know it's crazy, but so in uh, so they do this process called halving and halving. Having is like the process of cutting the number of rewards Bitcoin rewarded in half over a certain period of time. The last time will be May of 2024, I think. No, wait, no, sorry. (laughs) Let's see the next one. So right now it's six point two five bitcoins for you know that that reward. In May 2024, it's going to get halved again. So it'll be what is that a a three point one whatever. So over time, it gets halved again and again and again. And I can't remember what year it's supposed to finally go to no more Bitcoins are rewarded. Now, there's a reward for the transaction, but it's different than the reward. Like, there's a transaction fee associated with the the transaction. It's very, very minuscule. But that will be the only thing that exists after. No new Bitcoin will be created. Now, imagine if we Mm. ran out of gold there was no more gold. Can you imagine what that would do? The value of gold would just go crazy. Yes, it would. It would go absolutely crazy. Now, with Bitcoin, think of it as there's some value to it. If you take your dollar bills, put it in the bank, and say, I want to start my crypto, um, um, my new coin, you're basing it on dollars. Right. Which is also a fiat currency. But that's all I Which, can is, cal- which is losing value constantly See, I didn't now think of that. if you take right. if you take gold gold is pretty rare and it, so far it's increasing in value pretty steadily if that was what you based your, your crypto on, then there might be some sort of value inferred value because you have some asset there to back it. But crypto <laughs> creates its own value. It's not based on having something, some other thing. Which makes it thing. hard
1: for me to believe that there is value.
0: I thought it was a scam when, it when it started off. I was in, uh, I was working at one of the high schools and my student aides came in and they were talking to me about this and they said, yeah, we should use some old computers and build some mining units and and mine for, uh, bitcoin i'm like uh that sounds like a scam that doesn't sound good at all
1: it sounds ridiculous today. and and
0: so i gave it gave him a hard time and and during that time the value of a bitcoin was less than a penny i think and and then it quickly grew into the hundreds of dollars but and and this so and this is like uh when i i want to say this was like 2000 2008 i could be yeah, it could be some other... I, I'm trying to remember back to when I actually was dealing with uh, this idea that we've got this new, what I thought was like a pyramid scheme sort of thing. It's just a grand and, <laughs> one. But the value of, of Bitcoin at the time was very, very small. And, it's, and I didn't think that this was like a real thing, because there's no real value. The people who are trading it around... I thought they kind of created the value. I didn't understand the structure behind it. The reason that it becomes so valuable is that it takes a lot of energy to mine Bitcoin. If you look at any of these companies who that's what their company model is, is to mine for for Bitcoins, yeah. it's, it takes an enormous amount of electricity to run all of these computers in order to then process cuz each of these computers has the software on it that transact that it acts as the the network that, that takes the transac- transactions on the network processes them making sure that, that bitcoin gets transferred to the appropriate person and in the process gets rewarded by having new bitcoin released and then there's those little transaction fees within it so if, so it's so what? it's it, so there's actually some it's not all virtual because it requires electricity. And it requires just, hardware it's just, it's just to do it. It's just it's not just,
1: your sweat. I just don't. I, I will tell you, I just can't comprehend, unless you're kidding, which you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the mining for Bitcoin mm-hmm. is just sounds ridiculous to me, but it's just because I can't get it. I, don't, mm-hmm. I can't comprehend it, I guess. Well,
0: it's like it's a bunch of calculators trying to figure out these complex math problems. And if they're the first one to, to get it, they get a little reward. And right, in the okay. beginning, a Bitcoin didn't seem like it was valuable at all. So, so it was like a game.
1: So so, but, do you know who, what they're doing with the calculations that they're coming up with? And why is there so many it's just, needed calculations that people need? I just don't get it. So there's, a, there's I mean? a
0: few different things. One is participation in the network. The more people who participate in that network, the more people who are um, processing transactions, earning coins and continuing to create this network of people who are also using your currency, okay? So there's more people using your currency. That's a good thing, because mm-hmm. now more and more people recognize it as a form of currency. In Bitcoin, because there is a scarcity, and what I like about it is that it's not controlled by a central bank. hmm yeah. That's a pretty big thing. And in fact, a lot of uh, world governments are really concerned about cryptocurrencies because they don't have control. In the U.S., we have the Federal Reserve. It controls a lot of, of interest rates and the value of, of this or that. It's It manipulates our economy on quite a bit. You know, when we do these um, stimulus or COVID relief things, they're having to create money out of thin air. We don't have it. We don't have gold. Right. We don't have all of these things that would say that we have that money. We're just asking the Federal Reserve to provide us more of it. And 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 so and plus the the value of the dollar continues to slide and get worthless and more worthless uh through the years. With Bitcoin, the value continues to increase as more and more people participate in the process and there's no more there's a certain finite, finite amount of Bitcoin that's going to ever be available.
1: So let me ask you, if somebody wanted to play around with it, how does somebody, I don't want to buy a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sell, you know, how about this? I don't want to like deplete my, you know, a chunk of my uh, uh, um, nest egg to buy mm-hmm. one Bitcoin just for fun. Mm-hmm. Can, I mean, how can you go, can somebody invest thousand dollars into a Bitcoin? Yeah. So there's a, there's different ways because to Robinhood. You won't even touch it on. Touch yeah. On, I don't think so. Bitcoin
0: is a computer program. You can get a what they call a wallet, and that wallet just every time that you create a wallet, it gives you a special ID. It's this very long number, and it identifies you on the network as that particular ID. That gives you the ability to then assign bitcoin to that id number the blockchain has that id number and the amount of bitcoin that resides in in that uh, that account so if you want to get onto the network and have a wallet you can use a lot of different platforms that exist out there i use a a system or a company called coinbase there are a lot of them out there that will get you your wallet and your id number if i decide that i don't want to go through coinbase anymore i can still take that that wallet id and go and, and use it someplace else, it's still so my ID. Would, um, it's just a matter of how do I access it, and that's where we talked last time about it, where each person has a key, and that right. gives you the access to that, that particular right. wallet. I like the the analogy of using your your wallet as like the you know in a, in a bank where you've got the safety deposit boxes, and the safety deposit box requires your key to access it, but your safety deposit box is transparent. So you can see what's in what's there. It in, right? And that's where the blockchain comes in. You can it's interesting that you can go to some of these websites that just show you the Bitcoin blockchain and you can actually see all these transactions live getting processed and, and uh you know values changing on the network. It's it's I mean, for someone who's not interested in Bitcoin, maybe it's not that interesting. But I find it interesting because you can't go to a bank and see everyone passing money so, around.
1: And mind you, I'm I'm not trying to put something else on your shoulders that you don't are mm-hmm. an expert at, or yeah. or make you make a call that you don't feel comfortable at. But I could use me as an example that there's maybe there's people out there like me that you know I throw a grand on it just for fun, mm-hmm. and and you know if it doesn't have does if it if it drops to twenty thousand dollars in two weeks, it does, and then so be it. You know it, it's again well, not to be, trying to be humble, not trying to be a pompous but you know i could i could absorb that just to give it a shot but Mm -hmm. at the same time buying high is ridiculous usually Mm -hmm. but at the same time it could be fun to see you know you could still get a trickle on the way up or to balance it up. i mean it might be fun to play but is it worth somebody to go to do that
0: it depends on the time frame that you expect to see something because knowing knowing that bitcoin there's a finite number of coins that will ever exist That means it's scarce. So in other words, if I'm willing to buy
1: it and then just go for...
0: And sit on it like that guy who lost a whole bunch of his Bitcoin because he got rid of a hard drive and realized that Bitcoin was actually something valuable. Mm -hmm. So right now, Bitcoin is, of course, really expensive. It's 60 grand approximately for a single coin. Not too many weeks ago, it was half that. Not too many years ago, it was significantly less than that. So we're we're talking over. I thought it was
1: grand when you told me it was 35.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the idea is, over the long run, I would see that Bitcoin is going to continue to climb in value. Now, that doesn't mean that next week it may it might not take. I mean, it could take a 20 percent fall. Yeah, because it's a very volatile thing. But again, over the long term, it seems to be a pretty good investment because the value. We already know that it's a finite. Uh, we'll say resource just like gold is and it's hard and true to the rules gold so imagine yes right now it's hard to find gold but what if we end up hitting a massive gold deposit they just did did they okay so you hit you hit a massive gold deposit and suddenly the the amount of gold on the market is is now more well if there's more of it the price is going to go down but we know in bitcoin that's not going to happen because we know that there's a finite finite amount of bitcoin that will ever be in existence and those people who forget their their key to their wallet that no long that bitcoin you can just kiss it goodbye yep. because it's no longer going to be no, traded on sense. the network so now that 21 it's that old high school story yeah, yeah that 21 million bitcoin that could ever exist will never hit 21 million because we've already lost a whole bunch just from people not realizing right. what they had Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. Until we see you next time,
1: take care. And be safe.